welcome to Classroom Crush. My name is Rebecca and I'm the host of the show and this is my show. And I'm excited. I haven't recorded an episode in a long time because I've been putting out episodes from New York and LA, um, which has been great. But this is the first time I've recorded in Chicago in a long time. Um, and I feel like there's just a, like my, I feel different. I feel different than before when I, before I put out all of these recent episodes. I feel like my life has changed even though my life hasn't actually changed. So I was in New York and then quickly after I was in LA and I, and I spent most of the time in both of those places just recording podcast episodes. But I was recording with like really great, cool people. And you know, if you, if you want someone to be your friend, just like force them to be on your podcast and just like give them intense eye contact while you like are vulnerable with them and then they are vulnerable with you. You'll probably fall in love. <laughs> or or it, it, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting way to absorb people and I think it's, it's messed with me. It's exciting, but it's messed with me because, because I'm not excited about anyone here anymore. I feel like those, those trips wiped out like this, th- th- my, crush, my crushes. I don't know if it's the people I had on or like the hookup that I had in LA. <laughs> probably that but I'm here now and and I don't know anyone I had even like a slight crush on before it's just I don't feel it in my body (laughs) like I'd probably make out with them but like I don't know and I still have all those feelings that I, I I have the feelings inside of me they're not targeted on anyone you know I I I want I want to be yearning but I have nowhere to put it I can't even fantasize about it right now. It's this, maybe I'm depressed. I don't know. It's this weird empty space that I'm in right now where I used to be able to go to sleep, like as I'm falling asleep, try to fantasize about like a boy and like we're hanging out and then he does this thing and then I do this thing and like how nice. They're not even like sexual most of the time. It's mostly like we're like on a couch and like, oh God, I'm, I'm just like playing with hair or something. And I can't, I have no one to do that about anymore. I was fantasizing about someone for a while and then I hooked up with them. And so that's, that option is gone now. But maybe it's good. Maybe I need to move. I should probably move. I'm on Tinder again and it's a trash. And that's where I'm at, guys. I'm crushless. My name is Rebecca Bolnez. I'm the host of Classroom Crush, and if we're being real, I'm crushless. But we have a good show, so. All right, I have Ashley Ray on the podcast. Hi, Ashley. Hey. I'm so happy you're here. I am so happy to be here. I'm such a fan. Oh, my God. That is so funny because I've been like, you've been on my list of like people I wanted on it. Oh my god! And I was like, she's too cool for me. No. But oh my, I'm, I think as this podcast will show, I'm not too cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Not, I'm not cool at all. We're like rushed for time. So we're just going to like get into it. Who are you going to be talking about today? I'm going to be talking about Ramsey. Oh my God. Should, I should bleep his last name out. No. Sure. I probably should. Ma- yeah. Okay. Ramsey. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Ramsey. You can just call him Ramsey. And how do you know him? What uh, time and place? We went to high school together. He was a grade above me. Oh, wait. I just realized I should say, like, Ashley's like a really great comedian and writer. I should just, like, introduce <laughs> who oh, you yeah, are. Yeah. This is Ashley. You all know her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sure you know. 
Anyways, yeah, probably. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> uh, we went to high school together. He was a grade above me, and he was like. I went to this very tiny private school and he was this new kid who came in when we were all in Ooh. high school. So it was like fresh blood. Yes. It was like, oh my gosh, who's this new cool kid who moved here from Homewood Flossmore, a suburb. What? Like that That's a was real cool. Place. That is a real place. That's the name of a place. That is the name of That's a place. That's insane to me. <laughs> so but it but it was like, wow, he's not from Rockford. Yeah. Like here we you, go. He's a mystery that you have to solve. Exactly. Oh my God. Did you have classes with him? Did you, um, did you guys become friends? How we did, how's this all start? We had classes. We definitely had like some sort of math class or like statistics. Mm-hmm. And we were in some study halls together and we both did a lot of theater. So like a I would make my, boy? yeah, he was like, a, well, he did tech, but like I was cool and did tech and regular theater too. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I would always just be like, oh, let me help you with that four by four. <gasps> Hot. Yeah. I'm turned on. Like I was into <laughs> it. I was, we also did a lot of like sports stuff. Like I was on the soccer team, but he would go to basketball games and all of a sudden I'd be like, I love basketball. Basketball is like, actually my passion. It's so crazy <laughs> that you should have that as a hobby because three pointers are like, Swish, uh, am I right? Oh, see, like, yeah, I, uh, yeah, three pointers, and what about that trade? Three right? pointers, more like menage a trois. Are you thinking about sex now in yeah. the context of me? <laughs> what? what? You, me, and a basketball. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Let's get me on your court, full <laughs> press, right? Uh, needless to say, I, I really didn't have a lot in common with Ramsey. Mm. Uh, so he like thought I was cool and like kind of led me on a bit. But he was just, like, way cooler, like, was into the captain of our volleyball team. Of course. And I was this, like, scrubby freshman (laughs) who, like, learned everything I knew about love from, like, Ani DeFranco and Fiona Apple. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, Yeah. like, Tori Amos was my love language. (laughs) So for me, it was just, like, this is the love of my life. Yeah. Like, this is my most intense crush. We are meant to be together. And also, I want to say this was around the time that Grey's Anatomy came out. Oh, wow. So this, like, shaped a whole narrative in my head for, like, me and my friends. That's amazing. Yeah. I also, the crush I'm talking about, also I felt, I mean, looking back now, I don't think he's cooler than me. But, like, so his, I'm using a fake-ish name. Uh, His name's Mario is what we're calling him. And he was the bassist of my friend Mika's band. Um, uh, oh, love a musician. And it's not the, it's not the first bassist, and it's probably it's not, not be the, the last. last. No, no. Um, and he was really tall and, like, skinny and, like, a bassist, right? Oh, yeah. Um, my first boyfriend, my first high school boyfriend was a bassist. Oh like, of God. course. What is it about them? I mean, it's just because there's, like, a quiet confidence or they're just dumb. I don't know. Yeah. Mar- no, Mario didn't. Not like dumb, not quiet. dumber than They're like quiet. The thing is, he wasn't actually that quiet. He was kind of like a popular kid. Like we didn't go to the same high school, oh. um, but he was like the stonery kid who like was always at parties and had a lot of friends. You yeah. know, the stoner kids always have friends. Oh my god, he's so popular, and we. I think I always thought that he was like a little bit out of reach for me. And I think when we first met, he actually had a girlfriend. So I was like, oh, whatever. I mean, I go through a cycle of liking every boy in that band, obviously. Uh, Yeah. Um, Once again, round two. Um, But eventually, I think he breaks up with his girlfriend. And, you know, I was only hanging out with Mika and those guys. And like, 
we we would have sleepovers at her house which like oh my god the tension right oh, yeah, like boys are sleeping in the same in the same house, house as us oh, like wow excuse me and we would all hang out in groups i actually found um these like messages that are so fucking funny to oh me oh my gosh where we're planning to go see i think it was harry potter whichever harry potter came out like 2011 or something is that got Order of the Phoenix? I have no idea. I actually stopped reading Harry Potter books in like fifth grade. Oh my God. Well, I went back. It was like a form of protest. I was protest. I was like, oh, whatever. And then I finally read it. I read, I started with the sixth one and then I went backwards. It was so stupid. (laughs) I don't know why I did that. And then I looped back around when the seventh came out. Dumb. But I think it was a Harry Potter movie. I'm going to say Order of the Phoenix. Could be wrong. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Um, and there's like a whole chat log where we are just debating the seating order of like, wow, okay, I need to sit next to Nick and Mario and like, <laughs> and like, no, and then you need to sit next to this person. So like, this will be the order. It'll be like Mark, Mika, me, Matthew, M- Mario, Nick, whatever. Like, yes. we're literally going back and forth and it is so funny and i think we even like recognized at the time how fucking stupid and hilarious it was absolutely like my friends and i did the same thing on myspace i was obsessed with ramsey's myspace obviously as a young girl with a crush i was refreshing it constantly yeah and like i would just be chatting on myspace like with my friend like maybe if we both ask him to the movies like it won't seem like a date and we debated for forever what movie we should go to like it was either one of the saw movies (laughs) or i want to say like some weird music like rent or something was out hell yeah and i was just like i don't know they're not gonna pay rent yeah like saw is scary so maybe it'll be like sexy yeah yeah that's that's like what i've heard but i'm like way too much of a pussy i've never even seen do them that. yeah no i'm uh, so scared yeah so there like ramsey never at like went on the date with me so we never saw the movie <laughs> um he ended up dating the captain of our cheerleader or our volleyball team uh like state finals like real good yeah like, athlete and in my head, I was just like, I'm Meredith Grey, and he's Derek, <laughs> and she's Addison, and I am rooting for their failure. Yeah. Did they fail eventually? They did eventually, and that felt really good. I think it was, like, at the end of the school year. And this tiny school I went to, like, our lunchroom had a balcony that surrounded it, and, like, that balcony led to other classrooms. Yeah. And I would literally just, like, walk on that balcony, like, to my classes, glaring down at them while they ate lunch. Oh just, like, God. this crazy girl who was just, like... I am Meredith Grey and I'm supposed to be with you. This is my story. Yeah, this is why why am I like a B character in yeah. like my story? In my story like, and how dare he choose the <laughs> captain of the volleyball team? That's and just like such a slap in the face. Yeah, I mean know? it totally makes sense. Like obviously if I was a guy I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go date the volleyball captain cool girl and not the like weird sad girl who wants to watch Grayson. you know what because it's not she's all that it's not that movie life life is not she's all that if you take one thing from this podcast today it's life is not she's all that not all all she's that (laughs) life is all she's that and it's not that she's all and it's not that she's all of that (laughs) but i tried to be yeah no i think i definitely tried to be the type of girl that Mario would like, like, which was basically just like hot girl who like smoked. And like, I I would when we were all together, but it wasn't like an active part of my life, you know? Yeah. And like, I would get drunk and hook up. Like that's what my like 16 year old and on life was. But I still wasn't like, I, I thought I was fun, but I feel like I wasn't that type of girl, though we, 
And I, I and I went through these messages and I found shit that I'm like, oh my god, I was so sad, because I think I was it was actually also like at a point in my life when I was like 16 ish, you know, that I was realizing like. I don't fucking like going to parties and pretending that I fucking like all these people yeah. here, you know? And like, I only ever get invited to parties through Mario. M- Mario. Yeah. <laughs> I only get invited through, uh, through Mario because he knows everyone. And like, but I just go there and I pretend and it's like, I'm good enough at pretending, but I hate all these yeah. people. See but it. it's the only way to interact with anyone with outside of, especially outside of your high yeah. school, if you're done with those people. I you think know? my problem was that I, I couldn't pretend. Mm. Uh, like my classmates, a lot of them said I was like a black Daria. They would call me Aria because oh my, my name is Ashley. And if you put an A in front of Daria, so, so clever. So smart. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> but like I would go to these parties and I would just be like, everyone sucks. This is lame. I hate Elspeth's house. Why are we here? Yeah. And, you know, it's surprising that that kind of like charm and grace oh, didn't. didn't entice a new kid in our school who oh, like yeah. wanted to get to know everyone. <laughs> so I was literally just like, everyone sucks, right, man? You want to go smoke weed in the cemetery? <laughs> Uh, and Did this you kid, say that? Oh yeah, like I was Amazing. that kid. Like I was the kid who was just like, "This sucks. Let's skip class." And yeah. he was like, "He's like a doctor or something now." So very clearly on a different level. See, I was like, "This like, sucks," but like not cool enough to be like, "Let's skip class." I just be like, "This sucks." I'm gonna. I don't. I'm gonna be alone in my room. <laughs> <laughs> like I found these messages from around the same time um, where I'm talking to my friend about how I was gonna go to a party that like Mario was having or or had invited people to, but like the whole night before this invitation, I was doing nothing. And my mom kept asking like, are you going to do anything tonight? Cause it was like the weekend. She's like, are you going to do anything? How about Mika? You should talk to this person, whatever. And it made me so sad. Cause I was like, even my mom is expecting more from me socially (laughs) that I'm willing to give. And it was like this weird time where it's like, I want to be a part of that group. You know, I want to be like easy, casual, fun, you know, but for some reason that was just like the time where I was really, really sad. And what ends up happening is like, we do hook up, Okay. but it's not like, oh, we, I went to a party and like the way that it happens, you know, the way that it actually happened was, this was at the time that I started writing, doing music journalism, um, and I was covering the uh, Jane's Addiction show at the Fillmore. Oh, nice. And I was shooting it. It was fucking great. I it love was, Jane's Addiction. It was an awesome show. I used to listen to Jane Says and cry about all my crushes. Oh, my God. I listened to Classic Girl. Oh. Just a classic yeah. girl. Ugh, so good. Yes. Some of my favorite pictures I've ever taken are from that show. So <laughs> shout out. Um, but he was there with his friends, too. So I found them later. And this is like... It was rare that we would be like alone-ish together, you know, because it was always just with that group. But somehow the show ends. I'm done taking my pictures, whatever. And for non-Miami people, which is probably most of these people Yes, I'm not listening, from Miami. Yeah. The Fillmore is really, it's like uh, basically on Lincoln and it's walking distance to the beach. So it's nighttime. It's the beach. I'm there alone. I think it was already... I planned to take a cab home to my uh, like dad's place or something, which like, how cool am I? Just taking a cab yeah. home from the gig. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we end up like walking to the beach 
And it's the nighttime beach. It's, it's the sexy time. It's where you oh, go, wow. you know? And we started, like, hooking up. And I gave my first blowjob that night. Nice. <laughs> on the beach. That's so much nicer than the story of mine. I don't know how nice it is. I mean, the I mean, beach, it's the picturesque. Yeah. It's nice. But, like, also the sand is on your knees. True. And <laughs> it's, like... It's like sand and hair, like my own hair is just like getting in my yeah. face because in my mouth, like the wind is that, blowing. That might still be better than like the back of someone's car. That's true. Filled with like fast food garbage bags. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I should be grateful. Yeah. It was my sad reality in Rockford, Illinois. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, would that happen later to me in life? For sure. But Absolutely. <laughs> I think all of us, none of us can judge yeah. the back of car fast food bag blowjob. Uh, the back of car hookup is honestly, I do miss it though. I do. I it's don't iconic. have a car. I, yeah. yeah. I got rid of my car when I moved to the city Yeah. and I want one again. Just for like Just a little, for, yeah. for a casual, let's climb into the back seat. Let's climb, yeah. See what happens. And my mom was so crazy for getting me like, she gave, she got me a Saturn view, which is like a mini little SUV. Oh my so God. like, I would just put the that seats is down wild. in the back of that thing. Yeah. And, oh man. I had a few, I had, I had a friend with a big car like that stopped in front of a, uh, oh, actually, it's Aaron. I didn't. I didn't do this in, in that episode, but the Aaron episode. This is this guy. Listen to that episode with Sam Fragoso. <laughs> it's wild. I talk about how me and Sam hooked up. Crazy oh, wow. stuff. Um, but yeah, I remember like three in the morning before dropping me off at home parking lot in front of like a Starbucks, and it's like, yeah, this is as good a place as any. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. but it's weird with like sexual, like uh, I guess you know steps like that. Like I always had the just the perspective of like, oh, I just need to get it over with. Yeah. Which is like not I guess, yeah. bad, but not good. I don't know. Yeah, I guess for me, it's it's a little weird coming to it because like I was always very gay growing up, like mm-hmm. very queer, like my cousins and like everyone would be like, what's wrong with Ashley? She's different. And my mom would be like, oh, she's just funny because <laughs> funny is black parent for gay. Of course. And so like all my crushes. Was this something that you knew? or I knew. Oh, okay. yeah. I used to like make out with my My Size Barbie and was just like, what's yeah. why can't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> And so, like, up until this point, all of my crushes had been on women and, like, Mm -hmm. girls that I knew. Yeah. And, like, I – by the time that I was, like, I'll give dudes a chance. Mm -hmm. Like, in high school, I was just, like, I have no idea how to approach you. Yeah. So, like, I was just very intense and, like – I get that. Treating every moment like a PJ Harvey song pretty (laughs) much. It's hard because, like, I've noticed with myself even, like, now when I want to flirt with someone, like – if I can't gauge them sexually, like, I don't, like, if anyone, like, there's been a few people I've had a crush on, like, recently, but I'm, I don't really have a crush on anymore, that have almost had, like, an asexual vibe where I'm just like, I don't know what your deal is. Yeah. And it's hard for me, and, and I didn't realize that I relied on that as much as I guess I do, but it's like, because I think it's just like, oh, yeah, the things that I know is body language and yeah. like this. I would always be like, they gave me something. So, like, I think at one point, Ramsey, like, let me borrow his hoodie. Oh, my God. And I remember immediately calling my best friend. Yeah, uh, that's a huge deal. And just being like, look, he gave me the hoodie. Where do we? And I had no idea that, like, secretly he had already been, like, hooking up with this other girl. And, like, yeah. had, and I was just like, 
But my, the thing is, my friend did know. Like, my friend did know, but, like, wasn't telling me because she didn't want to hurt my feelings. Oh. If my relationship in this crush was Grey's Anatomy, this friend was a total Izzy. <laughs> and my Grey's fans are going to know what I'm Your talking Grey's about. Your Grey's fans yeah. are going to know. I'm my like... Grey's fans are going to know when I say total Izzy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she would actually even later, like, sleep with this crush and, like. Oh, okay. So that's what that means. I Grey's. I graze Grey's Anatomy that yeah, I'm like that's not. fair that's fair yeah. there's like 18 years of that show I know now I'm like oh I'll watch ER why why am I doing that ER well, yeah. is so good Anyways. it's so good so is Grey's Anatomy <laughs> they're both amazing I've had lots of friends like that and it's t- it's tough because it's it's so hard I mean I forgive a lot but there's some that I'm like I don't know my, my friend Paloma was hooking up with Mario at some point Um, And I'm sure I expressed things, but maybe, I don't know, I think, because I'm not trying to blame everything on, like, peep on the other person, you know, because that's just, like, not honest. And I think there's, there's a part of it that's probably, like, oh, I wasn't confident enough to, like, actually do anything about it. And what, am I expecting people to, like, wait for me yeah yeah for me still shitty feels bad (laughs) for me it was like so far after the fact and like I knew Mm. at this point like it was a dumb like high school childish crush yeah like I I didn't mind that much but it was still just like well okay like I get it okay like okay but you know it, it was a weird thing for me because I guess this this like crush I went to this tiny school like I said and I was the only black girl I was the only black girl in the whole school. Mm -hmm. I like lived on the other side of town. So for me, it wasn't just like, oh, the rejection of a crush, but like, oh my gosh, like who am I in this like entirely rich white people private school? Yeah. And it felt like this rejection of like me even being in this space. Uh, So, you know, crushes are hard. Yeah. And then I would just go on to date a lot of public school boys, which is another story. (laughs) Good move. We'll we'll, we'll have another episode for that. (laughs) Public school boys. They do deserve their own episode. (laughs) They probably. What was he like, though? Like, do you remember specific things that you were drawn to? Honestly, or is it just like okay. there's the mystery of this he was, guy? He was super funny. We would like MySpace, mm. MySpace chat all the time. Like I said, I would spend all this time on his page. Yeah. Like literally refreshing it because I wanted to see what other girls were commenting. And if he had a girl from like the town he moved from. Mm. And so I would like refresh to see who was commenting and who was in his top eight. Yeah. Uh, the song he had on his profile was Okay, I Believe You But My Tommy Gun Don't by a Brand yes. New. So I felt so he's fucking cool. So yeah, like he listened to cool bands. And he's sad. And yeah, he had like long hair and like told funny jokes and was like kind of awkward like me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like a pretty popular kid. And I fell in love with that song just because I would be on his MySpace so much. Yeah. And it would like hit a point where it, like if the song got to the part where it wasn't slow anymore, like where it starts to speed up, I'd be like, I've been on his page for too long. Oh my like, God. Like just reading yeah. comments. Yeah. This is crazy. But I mean, you, we, we talk about teen angst songs on the show and that's a great song. I mean, shame. Yeah. It's a shame. How, what are we, how are we supposed to handle that though? We can't replace our memories. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about Jesse Lacey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like bad stuff. You know, I, yeah. But like, what do we. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking it. eternal sunshine that shit yeah. out of my life. I can't replace you know? it as the song that was, you know, the soundtrack to this yeah. embarrassing crush of mine. It's so hard to have someone to love. When keeping quiet is hard. Cause you can't keep a secret if it never was a secret to start. 
At least pretend you didn't wanna get caught. We're concentrating on falling Lines oh yeah, uh, every line in my heart is about who I don't want to write about anymore. Yes, and especially when like I realized he was dating this other girl and we would never be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I especially was like digging into that song. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I am heaven sent. Don't you? I am so good. I'm what all the other girls all promised. Like, uh, oh my tongue's the only muscle in my body that, that works, works harder, harder than, than my heart. heart. That line still honestly gets me. It's still good. Like, yeah. Oh my, it, it gets me going. It's. And like, I wish I did. What sucks about these songs is like, I should not still relate as yeah, much as I do. But I do. And then I feel lame. And like, also, Ramsey and I never were meant to be. We were such different people. Like, in mm-hmm. retrospect, I'm like, dating him would have been the worst mistake for both of us. Yeah. Uh, but at least I, I have this like angsty song. I have, I feel that by. way about Mario too. Like, I think it was, it was almost an aspirational crush, even though I don't think like, there's nothing like specific about him that I'm like, oh, you're better than me. And that's the thing with a lot of my crushes. Like if I have a real like deep emotional crush on you, it's like because you make me feel so fucking inferior. Like if if you let on that, like how completely disinterested you are, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, I get it because you're so good and better yeah. than <laughs> me. And I don't think it was it was like that intense because I don't think I really thought that he was that much better than me. But it's just like. I feel like he represented what high school was supposed to be about. Yeah, exactly. Like, same with Ramsey. It was more like, it wasn't that he was exciting. He definitely Mm. wasn't cooler than me. I mean, I guess maybe, but, (laughs) like, I was pretty cool. He's a doctor now. Uh, Boring. Yeah, boring. (laughs) Like, I was Daria cool, and Daria's cool in her own way. But it was, like, a way to feel more accepted and, like, have this normal high school experience. Like, my friends had had boyfriends, and Mm -hmm. I just, like, could not get any of these lame white boys to date me. Story of my life. Story of my life to this day. Exactly. And then, like, I didn't want to be seen as, like, the weird girl who mm-hmm. dates people who don't, like, go to our school or ball. And, you know, I wanted that that normal experience. Yeah. And then I kind of let go of trying to be normal and dated a bass player who wore a poncho everywhere yeah. he went. But That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was I, I was also covering um, Ultra Music Fest that year. Uh, nice. Which I had never been to before. I exclusively went to because I could go for free. And of I could course. cover it. And fucking New Order and Kraftwerk were playing. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm fucking there. This but it's typically like an EDM yeah. like festival. This is yeah. so much like at that time I was uh, writing for the Rockford Register Star. Hell was, yeah. Yeah, I was covering live <laughs> music and I would just go to Warp Tour. Well, <laughs> I would get I mean, free press passes to Warp Tour. Of course. And like I remember trying to make that, like use that to make me look cool in front of Ramsey and be like, well, yeah, Katy Perry is going to be at Warp Tour and I'm going to interview her. Oh, 100%. I messaged him. I have messages here where, <laughs> and so naive am I. I'm like, because I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe we could hang out at Ultra, you know, like fun. Because um, I was going like by myself, like a fucking like sad loser, <laughs> you know, with my little camera and like, that's it. Um, and so I'm just like, hey, are you going to Ultra? And he's like, probably Saturday, dot, dot, probably. I'm like, Haha, ha, all right, because I just found out I'm going, so I'm trying to see who else is. So cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, that felt totally casual. Super cash. <laughs> yeah, super cash. It's like, LOL, lucky fucker. And I'm like, for free, wink. I love my <laughs> job, man. I heart my job, man. Um, and then, but then this is, this is very indicative of like a lot of uh, male relationships I had at the time. Would you have a press pass? 
Yeah, I think so. Of course. Oh, so a press pass plus a ticket? Basically, he's trying to get a ticket oh, yeah. from me. Oh, yeah, trying to get a ticket. Oh, I've <laughs> seen this move so many times. So many times. Uh, yeah. It's As you said, I'm a writer. I, I do reviews and stuff for, like, Baby Club and The Reader. And, oh, my gosh, every boy who will try to use me for a free ticket. And and what's fucking frustrating about that is, like, A, no, don't do that. That's yes. so – it's so obvious what you're doing. Yes. I have people, like – to this, I've, I've lived in Chicago for like basically four years now. People will still message me like who are in bands in Miami being like, hey, have a new album out. Like yeah. thought you could check it out and re- review it. I'm like, dude, I no, Not I there. don't do yeah. that. But, um, <laughs> but also but what, like B, it works. That's what, well, <laughs> what I was going to say is like, what's annoying is that sometimes when I try to use that, when I've tried to use that angle as an in for someone, it like, it doesn't work as well as I want it to, yeah. you know, like, like I, I, I've definitely used it's, it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's always worked out badly for me. I remember cause half the time I use it for bands I don't care about, but like mm. I want to impress a boy. Mm-hmm. So the last time this happened, I really liked this guy and he was so excited uh, about this band reuniting broken social scene. Hell yeah. Here's the thing. Me, never a huge broken social never? scene fan. Oh, okay. I know like two songs, honestly, like two to three songs. Yeah. And so I like pull some strings. I get tickets. I like even find an editor who's like, yeah, write about it. And I'm like, this is legit. We're going to go. Oh, yeah. We go. And I am just like, I care about this band. <laughs> I don't want to have to write about this. And then after that, the boy like never talked to me really again. He like pretty much ghosted. And I was on the hook for like an 800 word piece about this band that I did not care about no because that's the thing it's like you don't want to be like boxed into this like thing where it's like oh yeah I'm the girl who has these options available like you know but then you fucking do it to yourself because it's like oh the the ideal is we go to a concert and we like hang out and he falls in love with me but what ends up happening is we go to a concert he has a great time and then he's like cool thanks yeah yeah they're just like cool thanks for the free tickets cool or like like, i'll get you some drinks sometime and then you never hear from them ever again or you do like an interview and it's like they get an interview out of it and you just get like your heart crushed yeah Yeah. they just always ghost after that but that's i'm into it i like guys who ghost because they remind me of my father (laughs) so well i i have I cannot deal with it. Well, I can't deal with a ghost when the motherfucker still watches every single Instagram story oh or some bullshit. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's like literally, just- I'm telling you a year and a half, two years, this guy has still been watching my shit. Yeah. This guy from Tinder that I was talking to for a while um, and who like fully ghosted on me. Yeah. He's engages uh, I, enthusiastically with my content. Oh yeah, I just was like seeing this guy. We had been hooking up for like two months straight. It was very weird because we had been we had spent like a day together. You know when you like have that day where you're like, we spent a day together. Yeah. We did the New York Times thirty six questions. To you fall. did. Yeah. I we just did it. Did my, I've I, done I, it twice. Oh my god. We will get there. Well, but, I just did. I just recorded this intro before you got here, and I mentioned that. <laughs> That's so. Funny. I am obsessed with it. I have made two of my boyfriends do it, but well, now <laughs> one because this guy and I we did it. And then he was like, he like said this weird thing where he was like, I jokingly was like, what are you going to ghost me now? And he was like, "Ah, I wouldn't ghost you. Like we've known each other for so long. And then like the next day he texted me like, oh, here's what I did today. What did you do? And I was like, I got a Brazilian today. Actually, it was my first one ever. And he didn't reply. And I started freaking out. and was like, was that TMI? (laughs) 
Did, does, <laughs> is that not is he, the right thing to is say? Is he against Brazilians? Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. And I have not heard from him since. It's been like three weeks, and he just vanished into thin air, except for looking at my Instagram what stories. What the fuck? And like, he still, and it's like, why do you still follow? Like, I don't understand that. And that's the thing. Voice. You can't, you, you can't, you can't use the excuse anymore of like, oh, I didn't get your text. Like, yes, you did. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah, I, I laid that. I laid that trap where you like text and mm. don't get a reply, so then you do an Instagram story and see if they saw it. Classic. It's it drives me insane, but also like I I've recently redownload redownloaded Tinder Ugh. just because I'm like ugh, I don't know. I feel like I'm not invested in finding a boyfriend right now, which is insane, but I just like don't have any intense crushes that I want to pursue, which is crazy. It's just cuz I was in LA and I like had crushes there and yeah. just, you know, I fucked that up. Um, I didn't fuck that up. I did well. And thus nice. now I am fucked up here. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, may I would be down to like fucking make out with someone or whatever. Yeah. Just like have Just a, like simple. hook up. It doesn't yeah. have to be hard. So I was talking to this guy for like a couple of weeks on Tinder. Um, we were almost exclusively talking about blue planet two or planet earth two. <laughs> Great which, topics. Yeah. Which I was like, this is fun, but if we keep talking about planet like Earth 2, we're never going to hang out ever, ever. Yeah. So, and I rarely do this because of what always happens. But I was just like, I, I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to like waste time and not just like do it because I know he's not going to ask me or something. So I was just like, hey, I literally go, I'm like, I'm like, we, I was thinking maybe we should hang out sometime. I don't fucking know. Good night. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> just like yelled at him. And this motherfucker... Which I respect not ghosting me. I really do. Nice. But he goes, he's like, um, he's like, uh, ah, like, here's the skinny. I just got out of a relationship and oh, I'm not even, I'm not looking to even, or, or, or like, I'm not ready to even like go on casual dates right now. It's a sad truth. But like, I'm sorry, whatever. Yeah. I've heard why this are line. You, why are you on Tinder yeah, and talking what are you to doing? me? It's like such a lie. It's like the most made up. <laughs> line they used to play you when they're just like I just got out of something and I don't know it's like what did a ghost like come into your house and force you to download a dating app and then you were just like do I use it I'm haunted and also just like like, don't don't... fucking indulge me for like two weeks and like or whatever like yeah and just know that I'm flirting and I'm not even like I was so clearly flirting in a very casual way. You know, I talked about Frenching. I was like, that's how you know. I'm just like trying yeah. to hook up. Like, yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's like I, I'm poly. So mm-hmm. for me, I, I date multiple people. I'm like very cool with casual. I define relationships as they come. I'm a modern lady. Yeah. So it's like it just drives me insane when guys can't just be honest oh, and yeah. understanding of that. And they think they have to play these like dumb games. And it's like. Dude, just tell me like, oh, I was seeing someone else and we got a little more serious or yeah. like, oh, I just want to like not deal with you anymore. It's fine. And the thing that I like, I call my mom, obviously, like I tell her yeah. everything. And I was, I, and, and she was like, what? She's like, you're not asking him to fucking marry you. I'm yeah. like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I wish my mom gave me that kind of advice. <laughs> uh, my mom actually, when I told her that I had a crush on Ramsey, she was just like him. <laughs> Which has been her reaction to every crush I've ever had. I remember my very first crush in kindergarten on this kid named Adrian. And I remember my mom being like, go get like the picture of your class. And I pointed him out and she just went, he looks like a puppy. Oh my God. <laughs> him? You sure? And I was just like. Well, maybe like, she just thought you deserved better. I think, yeah. And so then I was like terrified to ever tell my mother whenever I was in love. Because I just was like, she's going to just hate you. Yeah. I, my, I, I, I am so fortunate with it when it comes to my mom. Like. 
it's not like I, I wish I relate to other people's like bad parent like stories. Not, not that your mom's a bad parent, but you know, people like have shit with their parents. Yeah. Me, I'm like, they're fucking cool. I'm sorry that like, this is my one, this is my one fucking corner of privilege. Like, like you, you not you, <laughs> but the general you are probably like a white, like straight person, straight, yeah. like white person, male. Like the most average yeah. mean person yeah exactly my privilege is just like my parents are cool like that's yeah. the, the thing I have yeah, let like, me have it okay. I had a cool mom who yeah. like was very okay with me like expressing my sexuality and like dating and all that and she like kind of gave me a guide I, she showed me the movie 13 and then started oh crying <laughs> and that was my like intro to like hormones and dating and I just remember what being like you're insane mom like I am not gonna start walking around and doing whippets and saying no bra no panties oh my god which gave me a flashback just saying that yeah that scene of the movie which is i remember when i watched that and i was like uh yeah i'm edgy too <laughs> yeah i'm also edgy as hell <laughs> yeah i was like i'm a, like piercings look gross not gonna do that but, but uh <laughs> i could be a fun girl if my hair was more flimsy like you could tell that i'm sad yeah but unfortunately it's curly and there's nothing i can do yeah, about it just, that it has a natural bounce to it yeah so but that doesn't mean do you ever do people ever tell you that you're bubbly because people have said that to me and I want to fucking slap them in the I face. I don't think I've ever been called bubbly oh in my, my entire life. <laughs> well, good. Because I, I, I don't monotone, know. Monotone, maybe. I get monotone a lot. I guess if you're just like an outgoing person in any way, it's like, yeah, she's bubbly. I'm like, bitch, I cried yesterday. I'm not bubbly. <laughs> Ugh, don't. It feels condescending. I'm sure it means nothing, but. I'm no, I feel like very insecure. I, I feel like if I had been called bubbly, I would have some feelings about it. Yeah. But no, they they called me Aria. That <laughs> is so literally just the opposite of yeah. bubbly. I used to like go to the school dances and just sit and like sit on chairs on the side That's and beautiful. just like watch everyone dance. I wish I had more school dances. I I had one dance and really? that was like senior prom. Like so my school was so small they pretty much had to let freshmen through seniors go to prom. Yeah. So like starting my freshman year I was going to prom with seniors and I just want to say to anyone who, out there who might be like a school administrator or mm -hmm. a person who makes schools, that's stupid. <laughs> that is dumb. Like yeah. I was a idiot freshman hanging out with seniors who were like passing out shrooms and like yeah. getting drunk. See, uh, <laughs> we didn't have that like out I mean we were a small school cause we, I was like an arts high school it was a small school but like so people would just throw parties and I but I just felt so above it all you know so I was like yeah I'll just skip those high school parties and go to Mario's friends <laughs> high school parties that are like yeah fully not better at all you know I think I like I would go to the public school kid parties and I actually think they were better mm. but Again, my school, when I say small, there were 22 kids in my class. Shit, yeah. It was tiny, and I did not get invited to these, like, tiny rich kid parties. Mm -hmm. Like, my best friend would, and then everyone thought I was mean. Like, Ugh. everyone would be like, oh, she's, like, mean and bully, and she's, like, quiet. But actually, my friend was the one who was mean, and I was actually really nice. But she told That's everyone. That's how it always is. That's how it is. She told everyone I was mean, so I wouldn't get invited. But then I'd go to the public school parties where it was just, like, no parental supervision. <laughs> We're making DMT in the kitchen. <laughs> Let's oh go, God. like, ride a boat on the Rock River. Oh, yeah. So. I remember a thing that I thought was really funny and endearing about Mario was that when he did go to Ultra, he went to go see Justice obviously nice. is that that's what it is yeah, yeah. justice oh yeah um he was D very excited mm -hmm. oh yeah and he pretended to 
like be puking all the way to the front of the stage. So uh. he like got to the front row just by being like, oh man, I'm gonna puke. And I'm like, see, he is funny. <laughs> that is amazing. It's really good. Oh, if a guy had done that with me at a show, I would have immediately fallen in love with him. Right? It's just, it takes so little. Yeah. Truly. It really does not take and much also, to impress me. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure my crush is like at least 85% due to the fact that he's like probably like six three or something yeah. it's like tall you know like it does not take much and also I have like I said I have horrible taste in men and I know I have horrible taste in men because I'm attracted to Boston accents <gasps> me too like it does, oh my god it takes like oh, nothing oh, do you watch Survivor at all did you ever watch Survivor no but oh I, my god, I there's know this that guy named Boston Rob Boston Rob oh. Boston, my heart. yeah, like, and that is the thing. My friends are just like, "Ew, what is wrong with Same. you?" Same. And I am just like, "Give it all to me." Yeah, like all it takes is that like, hob- and I'm just like, Ugh. Mm. when they're just like, "Oh yeah, I- oh gosh." You know what? I'm it sorry. probably. I mean, it is for <laughs> at least. Away. I don't know. I don't know if this is putting too much on it, but it's like if you are a not white person, as we both are, and you are attracted to white people, what is the whitest that you could like <laughs> possibly go? It's probably like, it's probab- but white without being like, like annoyingly high status. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I don't want Connecticut white. <laughs> yeah. I want Boston dock worker. <laughs> I want Boston dock worker, but like who, who like, he like knows about stuff that I don't know about. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, cool. like I can learn from him. He teaches me like Irish dirges. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow, what a dream. What a nice dream. Yeah, that would just be like a dream crush, someone like that. Yeah. So I know we're like going through this real quick, but like, what do you think that there were anything, anything about your experience with Ramsey that like follows you? Like any of your behaviors? Yeah. And that? I think like at the time as a kid, I was like, I'm not good enough and mm-hmm. I'm not cool enough to date him. And like, you know, it's because I, I'm this person, I'm this black girl and I'm like poor and I like come from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. Uh, and I think just growing up with that, I've always been very like, you know what? I'm me and there's so many people who love me for who I am. That's such a and smart, like, uh, mature thing to <laughs> know. Well, it also was like on Grey's Anatomy, like Meredith <laughs> did eventually get with Derek. That's and true. And I eventually was like, I'll find my Derek. Yeah. You know, and also Ramsey and the volleyball girl broke up. So that was like super so, dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> and they're both like probably super boring now. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but probably. yeah, like, I don't know. And I also guess it, it taught me to be really forward with like my feelings. Cause yeah. a lot of it was that like, I liked him, but was like afraid to really like be aggressive about and don't it. Don't you feel like you're always being so obvious when you're like, in Oh it? yeah. When you're in it, like yeah. I would be like, I liked his comment on his friend's Facebook so thing. Knows. And so he must know that I'm paying. And then it's like, no, he's just like a dude who's like, what? <laughs> like yeah. if he even sees the notification, like exactly. They don't like you, you have no idea what kind of, like blip you are on their radar you know yeah so like, i've always just been like i'm not gonna be a blip i'm gonna be a giant submarine on your radar yeah <laughs> trying to take you down that's a good that's a good that's a good perspective to have yeah i'm gonna take you fucking down <laughs> gonna, bro yeah you i sunk your battleship yeah this metaphor is great <laughs> it's good yeah it's interesting what you're saying about like being a black girl and like uh and you know like liking like a white person whatever and like feeling different because like i've it's not, I'm from Miami, so it's not like, oh my God, uh, you know, no yeah. one is like me there. But I felt in, in uh, I think, Chicago and, or just like in a general way with white dudes who seem like a little bit jockey and are not like artsy weirdo types. Yeah. I feel like 
oh no, I'm a little exotic thing. Like I'm a check oh, mark. Yeah. I feel a little fetishized. Oh, that's absolutely real in Illinois. I mean, yeah. I grew up here in Northern Illinois and there are so many guys who like grew up in like McHenry County and like this area and they live in the city now and they'll say things to me like, I've never been with a black girl before. It's so, I mean. I've been like three guys, first black girls and like, I don't know if it's because I'm fairly light and they feel like I'm a starter kit or something, but it's like... I used to be a lot more tan than I am now, and I had like shorter Afro-E hair, Um, you know, so I I just, I looked a lot more ambiguous than I think I do now. I think I still look vaguely ambiguous, but it was like, oh, people could think I was like half black, half white. Yeah. So they'd be like, mmm... You, she, she's mixed. She's that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. But what's fucking annoying about like that fetishization? Fetish. I can't speak. Fetish. Fetish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that it's like, why not do that romantically? Like in a, it, like I would not be as against it or feel as bad about it if it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I would like to hook up with a, a girl like that. If it was more like, like. I would like to date a girl like that, you know? Yeah. Take the fucking plunge, white dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've had that happen too, and it never ends up being great. Uh, like, yeah. it always, like, hits a wall where you're just, like, talking to each other, and then all of a sudden they say something like, but I don't understand. Like, I'm just supposed to hire a black person because they're black? And oh, you're like, no, nope, that's not how affirmative, I- oh, no. And then Super, you, super cool. Yeah, and it always <laughs> happens. Like, you just eventually work your way down that road, and you realize, like, oh, right, you don't even have black friends. Yeah. Like, I am the only, wow, and it just can never go on. Yeah. I think I just want to date anyone, and I'm just, like, mostly surrounded <laughs> by what fucking white improv boys. Yeah, why? Oh, that's that's another kind of kryptonite. It really is. So we talked about um, brand new, and that song, when you sent that to me, reminded me of a song that I cannot believe I have not talked about on the podcast yet. I might have. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. It's called Motorcycle Drive By by Third Eye Blind. Have you ever heard this song? I think I only know like one Third Eye Blind song. Oh my God, of course you do. Everyone only knows one song. Yeah, I'll play a little bit for you. You 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 pulled up a deep cut. Is it? Well, because what reminded me... No, I won't play it because we don't have time. But (laughs) there's a line that it says, taste the salt and taste the pain. I'm not thinking of you again. Which, like, I remember me and my dad talking about it because me and my dad love Third Eye Blind being like, but clearly he is thinking of her again because he's writing this song. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, But the, the chorus of that song is, I've never been so alone and I've never been so alive. And, like... Oh, uh, that would have hit for me. And it's just burning like there's always been. I've never been so alone. And I, I've never been so alive. It hits so hard, but I feel like I'm alone and I don't feel as alive as I want to. <laughs> I used to feel more alone, be, uh, alive being alone, and now it's just like, oh, I'm empty in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, like I'm poly and I have partners, but I almost always consider myself single. Mm-hmm. Like people be like, don't you have part? And I'm like, oh yeah, there are those people that I see, but at my core, I'm a at single girl. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I'm a single girl and occasionally like asteroids and planets get like caught up in my gravitational pull for a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, I release you. And now bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> so. I've been trying to remember to ask this of people as I like close it out because we literally have to go so annoying I want to stay yeah <sighs> whatever we'll have you back again because like, I would love to you have so many crushes I'm I sure. do have so many crushes <laughs> you could start this podcast now <laughs> <laughs> new co-host um 
So do you think you have any crushes right now? Uh, I definitely have some crushes right now. Are you pursuing them actively? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm being active about it. I have some crushes. Good. Yeah. And I feel like I've, like, for a while I wasn't dating and Mm -hmm. I would only allow myself to have workplace crushes because you can't act on those. Like, I just refuse to, like, date anyone that I work with. So I would just, like, have these intense workplace crushes Mm. and just be like, I'm going to walk past their desk even though it does not matter. Whoops, I dropped something. Yeah, like, let's have some talk. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, how's your day? And it's like, it doesn't even matter. It's just fun and cute. But now I, like, actually, like, have a crush on someone who's like not a coworker, <laughs> so Dangerous. I can actually yeah, yeah it's like scary and like wow like where's this gonna go exciting I don't know, probably nowhere I think I think you could go somewhere we'll see you've learned so much from Ramsey I have I've learned a lot and I'm just gonna be myself and even if he rejects me I understand that I am Meredith Gray and I am the son yes my Gray's fans will get that reference yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, you are the sun. I am the sun, and I will keep shining. And me, I've decided recently, or I've decided in the last couple of years that, like, I'm not going to be as liberal with blowjobs because, like, you know what? Some people are really rude. And I'm like, you don't That's fucking a, deserve yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, it's been a while since I've given one. And you know what? Probably will be a while until I give one yeah, again. Yeah, I've decided I'm only, I give when I get. That's the part. Like, I'm there now. Like, you got to go me first, and then then I'll return the favor. Yeah. It'll be so unremarkable, just like my <laughs> Mario blowjob. I've learned so much about life and love and sexuality. And blowjobs. <laughs> can, how, where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at A-R-A-Y-Y-Y-Y, A-R-A-Y-Y-A-Y uh, or Facebook, Ashley Ray, or just my website, arayyay.com. Again, it's like A-R-A-Y-Y-A-Y. We'll link it it's, up. Yeah, you'll link it. It's it's a stupid, complicated thing to say, but it's like <laughs> A-Ray and then the code for Coke. But I, Yay. I just thought it rhymed. And, and Miami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can follow me in Almond Milk Hotel. We're going to link it all up. It's going to be great. Follow Classroom Crush. Please subscribe and rate and review and we'll have Ashley back and we'll have so many fun, good guests. And and um, I'm just not trying anymore. I've decided I've given up in Chicago and I'm going to be invested <laughs> in nobody and then I'm going to move. That's it. Good call. <laughs> Bye. Bye.